All right, whenever you want to hit it, Shawnee, we're rolling. Hello, it is I, Rusev from Rusev Day. Hey, you guys, this is Mickey James. Hey, it's Tony Schiavone of AEW. Greetings, podcast fans. My name is Bryce Youngberg. I am an all-wrestling referee. I'm good old JR Jim Ross, WWE Hall of Famer, and this show. This podcast. This show is scheduled for one fall. And it damn sure will be a sovereign honor. Welcome, everyone, to another week of the One Fall Show. I'm your host, Chuck Bean, for a show, a podcast, where four grown-ass adults yell about professional wrestling. Sometimes, <laughs> at the best of times, it's because we're really into something. At the worst of times, it's because we disagree on whether or not something is the worst thing that's happened in professional wrestling. Let's hope it's the best of times this week. Let me go around the table and that. introduce everybody, starting with the returning Fulcrum to our, our entire universe, our, our North Star, our guiding light, our award-winning white woman, Jack to the Gills. Keep it going. Keynote. Keynote listener. Keynote, Keynote speaker. Eric Venice. Oh, it's, it, it, it's never gets old. It's good to be back, everyone in the room, even though I, I think it's going to be only the four of us for, what, the next, what, 13 minutes? No, so yeah, it's not too, you know, I'll explain, but yeah, yeah. we got a little right. more time. A little, right. little, little past seven. All right. Huzzah. Excellent. Huzzah. Excellent. Joining me, as always, my uh, longtime co-host, Mr. Shawnee Constant. Hello, everybody. How are you doing, Chuck? Now we can get started. Yes. Now yes. I'm feeling good. You know, now we're live. It's a it's a marathon of a day for me coming in and, and doing the one fall show on a Tuesday. Like I'm I'm hitting every job that I have on all in one day. Yeah, you seem a little extra grumpy on Tuesdays. I usually am. And uh, but you know what? It picks my spirits up to hear hello, everybody. All right. I appreciate right. that. Finally, the voice that will not shut up because before I've introduced him yet is the longtime host of the. I don't know how I feel about this intro. JV Sports Talk PPV Pod. The one, okay, the one week you get it right, and then you kick <laughs> off the intro like that. Here's this bag this, of shit. Here's this piece of garbage, <laughs> Justin Valentine. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, oh boy. I'm here. Yes, no, I, I had a... Uh, He's threatened to walk out on us like somebody else has done oh, this wow. past week in wrestling. I will walk out on today's show because I got a... <laughs> and this is strictly coincidental. Another birthday dinner thrown at me last minute. Funny how everyone's birthdays fall on Tuesday. It, honestly, mm. so... It, listen, my beautiful better half, Mia, is used to us doing this on Mondays and right. not yet used to us doing this on Tuesdays. Fair. For sure. So she, you know... It, you know, in her she's brain, got this stuff planned out way in advance. And so she's just, planning Tuesdays. She's yep. and then she's already told the whole family. Family's gonna be there. Then she tells me, and I'm like, damn it. <laughs> so she's getting, she's gonna get better at that. But oh, uh, it's all good. Fortunately, uh, reservations got pushed back to 7:30. Doesn't mean I have to be there right at 7:30. So I got a little extra time for you. All guys. right. Well, okay. cool. Well, we'll uh, you you want to work backwards? You want to start with the biggest, the most recent news and work our way backwards? Yeah, at least for the sake of me being here. Like, there's, I mean, one main thing that we definitely need to talk about, of course, and that's what everyone is talking about. Yeah, the last, from last night, last twenty four hours, the last uh, twenty four hours. Yeah. So Monday Night Raw opened up, and they had announced that it was going to be a six pack challenge to figure out who was going to face Bianca Belair. And before they could get to the main event, it was changed to just Becky Lynch and. Oscar. In fact, within the first hour, it was changed yeah. to just Becky Lynch and Oscar. So full transparency, I've yet to watch Raw. So I don't have too much context, at least behind what, you know, TV sure. show, how they handled it. I heard Corey Graves mentioned a little. I mean, it's hard not to mention it. Yeah. Um, but I obviously I've read all about what is going on and, you know, whatever it may be when it comes to the, the women's tag team champions. Right. That is uh, with Sasha Banks and Naomi uh, walking out on the... I, they're still employed as far as I know. Right. Uh, so walking out on the show, at least, uh, the scary part for a lot of people is they left their tag titles on the, on the desk and, and walked out in uh, John Laurinaitis' office. They were not happy, at yeah, least. Everyone with, knows uh, John's got a gambling problem, so you can't just leave gold belts. Oh, for sure. Out. Yeah, come on. Like, that's, you're playing with fire at that point. gamble those right away. So, yeah, they left the, they left the title belts out uh, uh, on their desk, and they uh, walked out. Not happy with the script from what I heard. I've heard a few different specifics. Of course, everyone acts like so, they know everything in a situation like so this. So the WWE put out a statement. They did. While Raw was going on, yeah, saying that, that Naomi and Sasha Banks had walked out of Raw yeah. uh, because uh, they, they'd come to an impasse, essentially, with Vince McMahon about the creative for the match and implied that there were two people in that match that they did not want to actually 
be in the ring with. I don't. But yeah. it's a it's a very it's a very strange state. It reminds me a little bit of when Austin decided he didn't want to face Brock Lesnar. Yeah, and just it, took off. And it, it, it's different, you know. For you know, no disrespect to these two girls, but Stone Cold Steve Austin is Stone Cold Steve Austin. Sure. Right? Like, Big face of the damn company, you right. know, with the Rock at that point, uh, you know, and I, in the long run, he had a point when it comes to like, okay, if you want me to lose to this rookie Brock Lesnar, let's build a damn match, not just on a random Raw sure. in a tournament qualifier, whatever. Even with that, without detail, I'm gonna throw that disclaimer out. We don't know all the details yet. We go, we know what the statement said. We don't know the ins and outs of like, because you would have to think. I mean, I would hope at least this is more than just you disagreed with what the script said for last night's Raw. Well, the other side of it is that there's somebody who is uh, connected with either a friend of or, or, you know, family of either Naomi or Sasha Banks that also went to Twitter and did a, a long series of tweets about the fact that what they had a problem with is the fact that they've been tag team champions since February and it does not matter. And the creative yeah. going in was that it was going to be Naomi and Sasha at the end of the match and Naomi would go over to face Bianca Belair, and then Sasha would eventually face Ronda Rousey, neither one of them winning. Yeah, I, I mean, look, we've talked about the women's tag team division for a while, since it's been a thing, right? We they, finally got it just in time for there not to be enough girls to have right. a tag team division. Right, and that's it. And they, and even, honestly, number-wise, they do have enough. It's the writing that goes behind it uh, that we have an issue with, and I think... That's all fair, right? But I have a hard time unless some other crazy details come out. That's why I gave that disclaimer. You're just going to walk out. You're just going to leave. You're not ha like, I get it. Right. I get your, you know, you're not happy with, you know, the women's tag team division has been ha handled horribly. I get it. I said the same thing about Stone Cold Steve Austin. CM Punk was a little bit of a different situation, a little deeper. Uh, but, you know, when it comes to just not being happy, right? Like Sasha Banks is a top name. You know, bigger than Naomi, has main evented WrestleMania, so on. Stay and have a damn conversation, right? She tried. That, yeah, That's from the fair. sounds of it, there were multiple conversations That's yesterday. Fine, right? Be unhappy with what you have to do. You know, you have a job to do. I it's a job, right? Be unhappy with it. I get it. I get your unhappiness. Keep that conversation going. Don't just take your ball and go home. I I again, until I get more you know, context, if there's any other crazy details we do not have, I have a hard time supporting just walking out, especially in the middle of the show, right? Like right in the middle of it. Like I don't, I, I have a hard time supporting it if it was just what we've been complaining about. I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and debate that the women's tag team division is, is great. We haven't been said, right. saying that that's not at all. I can't support just walking out in the middle of the show. You know, because in the end, business side of it, a lot of people paid to see you. You were promoted. It's a business. It's a job, right? Sometimes you got to make statements, though. I'm sorry. Like, look, I've been in positions where, like, I haven't had to walk out, but, like, yeah. I've had to, like, drop some shit and just be like, look. You've had to decide this is a hill I'm willing to die on. Yeah. Right. And and some, sometimes it's the only way to make a goddamn point. Sure. So, I mean, is it quote unquote professional? No. But at the same time, like, this is the only time, like, there's been a number of walkouts in the history of the WWE. Sure. This is the only time, I, you know, where a statement was delivered during Raw. Yeah. And then it was discussed during Raw. Right. By commentary. It seems a bit sus. Obviously, there, we don't know everything yet. We and haven't they, yeah. heard from Sasha and Naomi just yet. I'm sure we will. Um, but it just, it, this, like, it just doesn't pass the sniff test. I'm like, something's up. You think so, it's like, a work? You think I don't know. I was going to say, no, it, I, I just think that it'd be funny if Friday rolls around and they just show up and it was all a, a work to get in on the next story. I mean, first of all, they have if to it, face John Laurinaitis to get their titles back. <laughs> <laughs> if this, God, if this is some horrible convoluted thing to bring the Bellas back because oh, the oh. Bellas, I, I mean I mean once again we, we, we don't we don't have to know but like it just it's there's just something it doesn't this doesn't smell right yeah this doesn't this isn't 
It just where's the poop? No, where's it, the poop? So it's there's it's show title. Uh, <laughs> uh, the so I, I'm with like I've gone back and forth. I've seen people talk about it being a work, and I've said it before. The beautiful thing about you know live wrestling like this is they can do whatever, whenever, right? Like yeah. even though we've never seen it before, they could just say, you know what, we're gonna do something crazy. Fuck it, we're gonna have you walk out. We're like I wouldn't punt that past them, right? It's getting a lot of people talking. Lot, national news on it, right? And, you know, gets a lot of eyes. A lot of people are going to be watching the product to see if they're mentioned. A lot of people are going to be watching the product to see if they come back. They haven't been fired. They haven't quit. They well, and this is not that. the first time Sasha has had some kind of backstage shenanigans where she just disappears for six months. That's very true. And, you know, and, you know, the other walkouts, at least the notable ones, they were gone. Like, by the next day, like, it was known, like, yo, they don't work here anymore. Right. Right? And the fact that it's, you know, almost 24 hours later and we're still, what's going on with them? Do they work here anymore? Like, yeah, I, I wouldn't put it past them. Yeah. If we're basing it off history, the way they handled this situation, it, it, it seems like it's not a work. It seems like it's a legit situation just because the announced team, yeah, they mentioned it, but there wasn't a lot of hype. Like, you know, they, if it's a work, they hype it up a little more. They question it a little more. Sure. They, you know what I mean? If and it's a story, then if they're going to mention it a few times. Exactly. And it turns into, a, you know, what, you know, the, the wrestlers are mentioning it during interviews, whatever it may be. They put a little more effort into pushing what's going on, what's going on. And again, we're, I'm just following histor historically, you know, situations that have been a work and haven't. But again, it's live wrestling, so I, I will say I won't put it past them. I will say the fans were not shortchanged. Becky and Oscar were great. And yeah, I mean they they've been putting on a, a, a great story anyway. That's they, too. They had a fantastic phenomenal. match. So. Yeah. So I got that, but it, it, again, just following what they've done in the past, I'm leaning toward not a work, but I would not be shocked. This statement was is shady as fuck, by the way. And the fact that they're making statements like this, too. Yeah. Like, I love the fact that uh, well, they claimed they weren't respected enough as tag team champions. And even though they had eight hours to rehearse and construct their match. Okay. That's sketchy. Not yeah. say that. Yeah. Uh, they claimed they were uncomfortable in the ring with two of their opponents, even though they had matches. Like, like this is bitchy. Like yeah. they, oh, absolutely. Yeah, like this, like they've never done a statement like this with anyone. And I guarantee like Brock Lesnar, Brock Lesnar threw the championship belt at Vince McMahon's head during an episode of 20, the 24 thing. And they did nothing that was filmed. Nothing happened. Right. These two women probably, you know, perhaps stood up for themselves or had a problem and then they release this dog shit pile of a statement. Like, I'm sorry. I'm 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 going to the yeah. historical aspect of men acting out compared to two women who all and like. I don't mean to. You know, it's, it's no. You're right. It's, it's sorry. This is shady as fuck. If it's not a work, then that's the issue they have right here. Because, mm -hmm. like you just said, plenty of men have acted out like this, right? And it's not mentioned much, right? It might be a quick little tweet, like, you know, talking more in the yeah. social media area era of just, this person is no longer with us. We wish them best in their endeavors. And they move on, right? If this isn't a work, now that you're reading into that tweet that, that way, that statement that way, I'm with you. Like, but that statement, now that we're, as we're talking, I'm in the process of putting the poll up on, on Twitter to see where everyone's minds are. I'm leading actually a little bit 5149 toward a work. Erica's selling me here. I would not be shocked. That's the, I, uh, yeah. Now I think they're being cunts, the WWE. <laughs> and this is, this is not a work. Like this is them having a problem with two women, particularly two women of color telling them like, no, this is bullshit. Yeah, if it's they have a work, problem I'm with, with it because it's two women of color and they're racist, or because they're two women of color and they can make a huge deal out of it, whereas with a man, they can look him down the line and say, I will fucking just fire you, get out of my office. Right. You can't do that with two women of color in 2022. I mean, either way, like, either way. like come on. These, if it's not these a work, are, you're these, right. are, these are two women who have more than proven themselves yep. as draws, mm -hmm. as quality talent, and they are being treated like shit. Yeah. Like sometimes, once again, uh, while I, I definitely. In what ways are they being treated like shit? 
they're not being booked. Like they're they were the booked cha- in the main event. They're being, ch- if, but not in a like a tag event. They're right. not being booked as a tag team. Right. Right, like right. they are supposedly the tag team yeah. champions, and like, where where yeah. is the competition? Where's the division? Yeah, right. I, they have these props that are nothing. Right, that's the argument. I get it. I, I again, I don't know if it's it's enough for me as much as I'm with that argument for the for them as a tag team for the tag team division as a whole. I don't know if it's enough for them to walk out. But again, it's it's making a statement. Uh, this, this, the fact that the more that you read into this statement, the fact that they went out of their way to make such a statement, and again, 24 hours later, nothing's been done, right, in the sense of firing them, them quitting, them doing anything, I'm actually kind of leaning a little, not positively, kind of toward a work. Yes, yeah, the see, combination. I think, I think, I think this, I, because Vince historically is in Gorilla, and uh, one of the sites is reporting that, like, he didn't even know that they'd left, that they'd walked out until Raw was over. Right. So I'm, li- and and that once again, going through that tweet thread, uh, the one guy that, that knows them said yeah. that there were multiple conversations where producers basically just threw their hands up and were like, do your fucking job yeah. on them. And after yes. it happened two or three times, they were like, no, no, yeah. the creative is bad and yeah. you're not listening. So yeah. Maybe you'll listen to this. Yeah. Once I, once I know for sure it's not a work, I'm 100% with Erica to put a tweet like that out. Because, again, there's been so many situations, not even just walkouts, but any situations in general, where the behind the scenes of why was never addressed like that by WWE. They, you're I, basically airing the dirty laundry right to the public. I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if this game of telephone happened last night between a producer that was fed up with dealing with them not doing what he he wanted them to do and then they left and he went to the social media person and was like put this on instagram right fucking now and that may be why we're not hearing anything because now they're playing this game of telephone backwards of like whose fault is this that this happened yeah who do i gotta talk to but they've never they've never aired the dirty laundry because like it's not right like away. it's not like it's not like it's a four-person thing where you can easily be yeah. like well it wasn't me and it wasn't you and it wasn't right. you so it must have been you right like there's layers and layers of people but all the other situations the details were always you know coming out from the superstars themselves from the reporters from everyone around right the fact that wwe is like this is what happened word for word almost right this is what they did and like erica said basically shit on them you know in this statement right then and there they're not even gone from the company at least as far as we know and you shit on them like this it's either a work or this is a horrible fucking look for WWE. Yeah. Fucking horrible. Whether or not you agree with Sasha and Naomi walking out, that is not the way to handle it. Right. At all. And especially, the you know, and you look at it, two women of color. You look at how many, and that it just is what it is. And that, and that's, it. it's a legitimate issue, right? Yeah. It, it's, it would, it's a common thing, but it's a legitimate issue. It would be interesting to know who these supposed producers were that had that issues. That were supposed to work on because, the matches. Yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, look, yeah, I don't I don't mean to make things political, but if there's one thing that um, conservative men hate, it's when women stand up to them yep. and say, fuck you. Yep. Um, I've done that many times in my life, and it's <laughs> gone over like a fart in church. <laughs> and I've had to, you know, just stare down the barrel of some just angry douchebag for no apparent reason just because I had the nerve to stand up for myself. Yep. So I don't know. It's, we'll you know, we'll see either way. Well, I'm looking it's forward, not pretty. I'm looking I'll forward to that. Naomi and Sasha in AEW for a double or nothing in a couple of weeks. And yeah, I mean, if that's what <laughs> Don't it forget leads the to, Joker. Yeah. <laughs> the Joker for the tournament is changing just like well, that. Well, and that's the interest that's that's an interesting thing I haven't even thought about until we start talking about it, but like something very similar just happened with the Karushita. Yeah. Where they said on social media, "Hey, we're replacing her with Chris Statlander," and then she went on Twitter and went, "No one fucking told me." Ouch. No one told me I'm injured and can't work. That's weird. That's and then like two days later, that tweet disappeared, and another tweet was like explaining the situation that was much more amicable. Showed up in her her Twitter. Yeah, yeah. I, it's 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 interesting. I mean, if we're talking about that, yeah, these two could easily go to AEW and run that damn division. You know what I mean? Because I mean, a- or at least job to Britt Baker. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that. I know. Don't do For that. Oh God. No, they, no, no. But they could. These two, the star power both of them have, my God, they could just be a faction take 
I think that's why Sasha feels confident in in just like taking a ball and going home. It's like I can go film more Disney Plus shows. That's yeah. true. What the hell? Ever, what the yeah, hell? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that's for sure. The, I, I have the wrestling a, I landscape is much larger than it was when I started in NXT. Yeah. I could very easily go and make probably fifty to seventy-five percent of what I make yeah. here. I again, everything Erica is saying was is a thousand percent correct. And if it's not a work, right? But I, I in general, I have a hard time walking out. You know, supporting them walking out in the middle of the show. I think it's a situation, yeah, you have every right to be pissed for certain things, right? You're right about the women's tag team division. If you feel that strongly that you're going to leave, you have that conversation. You know, you, you do what you do. You do the job. People pay to see you. It's a business. That's part of it. It's part of being professional in that sense. And then you have that conversation, you know, after the show this morning, you're unhappy, whatever. And then you, you, you walk out, you leave. That's when you leave. You know what I mean? Walking out in the middle of the show, I again, until... Again, we're waiting on more details. We're waiting on more, you know, if it's a work, if it's not, what what happened, what the specifics. Right. Um, you know, but from what we have right now, I, can't, I, I, I said the same thing about Stone Cold. I can't support that part, but it's, you know, th their argument in the long run is definitely valid. And you have to keep in mind, too, that, like, it is a different landscape with social media yeah. right now than it was when say stone cold left or when even even when cm punk left like we didn't he didn't hit colt cabana's podcast for months yeah. can you imagine if we had social media during the attitude era oh, my oh god. god it would have been just a, like as much of a garbage fire as wrestling twitter can be now right. can yep. you imagine yep. at the, the height of the monday night war the Rus the russo and cornet twitters would oh. be just Insanity. Yeeks. That would be scary. During Monday Night War eras. Well, the other bit of big news we found out over this weekend is that uh, Ric Flair wants to do one more match. Boo. <laughs> what <laughs> oh the God. hell? Boo. I'm That's with a consensus. That. Moving on. Yeah. <laughs> Boo. Next. Next. No. I, I guess the thought is uh, I think he's going to work for NWA and uh, it's going to be. Him and I can't remember who the tag is. Crockett was. Promotions, yeah. which is like. What is Crockett? They just have like some money laundering barn that they're putting on. <laughs> yeah, at this point, what is Crockett Promotions? Cro Crockett Promotions was an active entity. Well, it's it's Flair. Supposedly, it's Flair and FTR that was against was. the Rock and Roll Express yes. and Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Wow, <laughs> like what? The Rock and Roll Express and Ricky Steamboat make it to the match. Hey, Rock and Roll right. Express still can. Work a little. It's kind of a. I've, those, I've seen them work. It's not a lot of work. It's not a lot of work, but it's like okay. It's very realistic, though. I mean, They're like not I feel die. like yeah. you know, if they were dropped into like the uh, like a like a hot zone with the military, they would be right there along. Like it's very right. realistic. The Rock and Roll Express. It very much feels like a real shoot fight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, and they Ricky, look like ancient grandfathers. I'm oh, just kidding. Exactly. Awful. Exactly. Ricky Steamboat, though, last time we saw him was at that WrestleMania, and he, him and Jericho tore the fucking house down. Yeah, I mean... Steamboat's always been in good shape. Yeah, wait, wait, how long ago was that? that was, um, uh, yeah, it was that like was oh, five that or six years ago, maybe? Where, you did not five, say five or six years ago. By five or six years ago, it's 20. It was not even... <laughs> not even it we started was, this podcast five or six yeah, years ago. <laughs> that was at least 13 years ago. At what, least. what was the last WrestleMania? WrestleMania 30 what? I even, I've lost track of... <laughs> Because I want to say it was like year. WrestleMania 28. That would have been maybe, that would have been 2009. <laughs> or, or I'm looking like it that. up right now. Everybody to the internet. To the internet. I've lost well, track of WrestleMania WrestleMania numbers. 25, which was, what, 25? Exactly five years ago. <laughs> <laughs> See, I knew it. <laughs> to the day. <laughs> May 17th, this, this year's was 37, so. <laughs> yeah. It's 12 years. 12 years. All right. Yeah, so 2010. Yeah. Okay. Well, 5, 12, whatever. Same thing. It's the same thing. Same thing. Those numbers are close. Well, They're both numbers. Steamboat. They're both steamboat. numbers. <laughs> They're both numbers. They're both numbers. <laughs> one single digit, one's double digits. Yeah, Come on. That's fine. They, uh, Neither are triple. Steamboat. Steamboat at that time oh is in much better shape than Ric Flair. Now, Ric Flair almost died on us. Uh, dude's a few got a pacemaker. Come times. on. Several times. Several times. I will say, I'm not, I'm again, not supporting this one bit. I, think I don't think dumb, anyone is. But I will say the videos of him and Jay Lethal, like, I mean, the fact that he can. If I was even Jay Lethal, like that, I would be terrified me, that he's going to die during training. Me too. But the fact that Ric Flair didn't and. 
he took what he took in that video at his age after what he's been through. Like every good on him. 60 seconds, I'd be like, you good? Oh, yeah. You good? The entire <laughs> time. take a break? Are you still breathing? Are you still breathing? Right. You still, oh, yeah, for sure. I, I, this isn't me convincing anybody that it's going to be okay, but I will say Ric Flair at his age to take that stuff and not die after what he's been through, good on him. Don't push it. No, don't. Stop. Oh, my gosh. We're going to watch him die in the middle of the ring, aren't we? He, yep. He literally Make watched. Make it a buried alive match. He watched the wrestler and was like, that's how I want to go. Oh, God. That, and oh, that's, that's God. Not, it oh. is. Stop the wrestler it. came out about five years ago. Eight years ago. <laughs> <laughs> five, five to eight. About five years ago, right? <laughs> oh, my gosh. I do got to get out of here soon. I, I want to bring up something before I get out of here. I, uh, watching Dynamite last, last week. As my, I love MJF, right? One of the top mm-hmm. heels in the business, whatever. That dude is going to be a phenomenal face. Oh, sure. I have never felt that way about he, him. I've actually had a hard time seeing it, right? Because <laughs> a, a lot of people, you know, he keeps, and he brought up the, the WWE comment, the Cody Rhodes comment. Yeah. Great, great little sticklers there. I love that. Um, but people brought up when he, if and when he goes to WWE, they're, oh, they're gonna ruin him and make him a face. And I, I always thought, like, man, I can't even picture that. Like, right. I can't even picture this guy trying to get cheers from anybody, and and actually, it and me buying it. And for that being, because the last few times they've been in Long Island, like he's used them, you know, backing them up, but he did it in a more heelish way, mm. right? Like even yeah. these people, like 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 me here, like how do you you know what I mean? It's a more it's heelish tactic. Certainly felt very heel last week. Not really. It felt like the the beginning of that. A lot of that, like especially because the crowd was with them. Right. That was very like rah rah. Let's go. And I was in. I'm like hell yeah, MJF. All right. <laughs> I'm I'm clapping at home. Why I felt you, that. Why do you hate Wardlow? I I love Wardlow. I think Wardlow is a phenomenal athlete, and the look on him, but it's great. But I I was with, I was shocked though. I'm like MJ, that was solid. That of, was a solid promo. Of all places for your promotion to have like Bizarro World booking, Long Island is Long Island. fascinating. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Canada. It's not somewhere overseas. It's Long fucking Island is where the heels get cheered and your biggest face gets booed out of the building. Yeah, yeah. Uh, especially with for AEW since you got fucking MJF. It's wild. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but no, I I could not believe how much I enjoyed MJF as a face. Like I was I was la- not even being from Long Island. I was laughing. I was cheering. I'm not like this. I pop- I, I, I was saying fuck Wardlow myself. Like I was. I popped hard for Sean Spears doing the perfect ten. And that like a lot that was, of it. That was, I, that, that was real good. And again, that's to me that was a face move on MJF because he knew everyone. Like a lot of everyone, it. We remember. Yep. Ty Dillinger. There, oh my God, there yeah. was one person in the crowd that still wasn't behind MJF, and that was his mother, yes. who had a sign that said, "This asshole forgot to wish me a happy Mother's Day," <laughs> which I really like MJF's parents committing to the fact that no, I we hate our son. He's yeah. a little dick. Yeah. It's yeah. just a good. T- time yeah. like oh even though even mom and dad are carny assholes yeah. it's fun he yeah. was one of the aew wrestlers that was at comic con this past week motor city comic con was yes. here oh, boy. and i i talked to one or two people i think james was one of them that was like i'm not paying mjf money to be an asshole i would like, i'm not doing it i saw some i actually shared it on uh on my twitter page at ppv underscore pod uh where someone drew a picture of him i don't know if you guys saw this oh yeah at motor city comic con yeah they drew a picture of mjf mm. and they Gave it to him and MJF. To autograph. Asked, yeah, to autograph. And MJF asked, how long did this take you to put together? And they were like, about five hours. And he took the marker and just crossed. Crossed it out. <laughs> <laughs> did. Oh, my God. It was like Graver. Fucking. What an asshole. Autographed so it good. as big as he could over yeah. the picture. Fantastic. Oh, it, it was, Amy's in the chat says, is there any confirmation that MJF's mom was in the baddie section? She was not. Oh. Um, but uh, it. But I, she. She. A uh, great sign work. Yeah. For, from MJF's parents. Mom oh. JF. Mom, Mom JF, JF yeah. if you will. Mom JF. <laughs> Mother Jacob Friedman. <laughs> <laughs> That's her name. Oh, man. oh what? Oh, he, oh I, I'm. See, I'm looking at this video. He yep. just no sells ruining it. Yeah. What a. Wow. Just looks I, him dead in the face while honestly, he's doing it. Honestly, I have never respected someone being in character all the damn time like he is. Especially because being in character, it's not like, you know, a lot of people said that about Undertaker, but it felt a lot like just, you know, Halloween costume when he wasn't like right. in the ring and all that. It's like, look at the goth 
man. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, like friggin' it wasn't MJ, for him to be Undertaker a, didn't talk for the first exactly. five years of his career so all because he had to do it was, was wear uh, dark Paul makeup Bear. and wear his dark stuff. Where like MJF has oh, to yeah. really be, you know, show, be like have that effort of I gotta be an asshole. Yeah. At all times without and, and, and it's also it's very tough, especially in today's world. I gotta be an asshole at all times at cons and interviews and all of this. I can't go too far, right? Like you know, the actual person is. I in think his he's brain. definitely gone too far he has. on one occasion. He it has. just depends on where your line is. Oh, for sure, and that's it. Like he's gone too far, but I'm saying like that's the that's the the challenge to it. Right. With his type of character, he is such a dick that you have to not go too far. And I'm not saying he hasn't gone too far, but especially like every interview, a guy that's been on my podcast, Josh Martinez has interviewed him multiple times because he's stationed in New York. So every time they come to Long Island, they interview MJF and MJF is the biggest dick to him during the interview, the entire interview, not once. Like he is always in character and I have never respected anyone in the professional wrestling industry as much as I respect MJF doing that. That is phenomenal, especially how, as young as he is doing, like s- selling You've this as much. And promoting your show. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I. It was supposed to just say, "How dare you?" How dare I you? I love. I love how Danhausen <laughs> gets people to give him ones and fives, and he'll just pocket them. And yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the real move. That's the move for me. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and uh, real quick, because I'm about to get out of here, but we're getting Hookhausen at uh, uh, Double yeah, or Nothing. Yeah. 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 On yeah. the pre-show, that's but all right. it's still counts. Hype for the main show. You still got. I was gonna say. I might not make it to the main event because. You know, they like yeah. stack those 800 matches in a <laughs> right. five hour period. I might be right. burnt out. Yeah. But yep. yeah, so excited for that's a perfect pre show match. My God. Oh, yeah. So you're saying I'm going to need to get some uh, cold brew coffee or some, you know, or at least have ample caffeine when y'all come over to the house. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's going to be a long night. Long nights. <laughs> yeah, but we're gonna we're gonna really waste all of our energy on that pre-show. Oh and yeah, and, and we're spent. We're just Does leaving it, after I, the pre-show. God, <laughs> help. God help the first match out the door when Double or Nothing starts. If that's the match they have to follow. Oh yeah, yes. <laughs> we're just gonna be. So yeah. excited for Hook er, er, uh, Erica's going to have a uh, a $10 cover at the door because she has to order the pay-per-view. So. Right. I'm, 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 guys, I'm getting food. Uh, I'm I'm stocking up on all the wine. Right. The wine subscription I have, it's been a while since I've picked it up from the store. So, yeah, there's going to be just a lot of booze, pizza, and Hell just yeah. good times. So, I can't wait. So there you go. Fun. We're going to throw up all over your apartment. Uh, delicious. Uh, Especially, we're, <laughs> we're trying to move out of that joint anyway, so ah! go crazy. Is it the holiday weekend or is it? It is. It is the holiday day. weekend. Yeah, so we don't, but the beautiful thing is, is we don't have to go to work on Monday. Some people don't have to go to work on Monday. Womp womp. Don't you have some place to be? <laughs> Is that you kicking me off the show? I was just waiting for you. I was waiting for you to pull your best Sasha Banks. Yeah, I'm about to be done with the be done with this bad creative. Oh, <laughs> done with this shit. Done wanna, with it. You want to plug your shit before you walk out? I guess so. Uh, Double or nothing is next next week. Oh my god, next yes. week Memorial Day weekend. Uh, pay-per-view pod is back JV Sports Talk pay-per-view pod with my guy Virtus uh, at PPV underscore pod all over social media wherever the hell you get your podcasts Chuck listens all the time appreciate your support really Chuck don't. Um, it's not true. Know, he's a big fan big no, fan not uh, yeah and JVSportsTalk.com for all your sports wants because I talk sports as well hint JV Sports Talk alright I'm turning your mic off bye right, bye <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Thanks for joining us real briefly there, Justin. So let's get to the real shit. How bad does WWE have to get before they just... <laughs> wow. He's still in the room. I watched a good chunk of SmackDown and yeah. enjoyed it. Stuff. Yeah, really? Yeah, yeah. I, I sent him a t- I sent, uh, Justin a message. I'm like, have you watched SmackDown yet? <laughs> thankfully, he hadn't because I would have been probably overdone it. Because I yeah. was like, I watched the first hour and then the the whole end sequence. Okay. Um, so I missed about 45 minutes in there. But the, the hour 15 I watched, I was like, this is very good. This is like so yeah. much better than it was the last time I checked in several, several months ago. I I passed out before the, the finish. Like, was the last match the New Day and, and no. Fight Night? Okay, so I didn't even, I don't even know what the last no, no, was. No, no, it ended with... Uh, was it uh, the Sami Zayn versus? Did they even do the match? I don't even know. Because I, I watched the they... whole preview, but at the end, uh, Riddle ends up giving the Tribal Chief a knee to the face, Ooh. like without even a 
like a breath being taken. He he steps up like like there's a whole ten minutes of talk. And yeah, and he's like, all right, the tribal chief. I just want blam oh. with a knee to the face, and it was like, whoa, whoa. shit. And at that, that moment, I was like. Happy Randy Orton is going to be the one to take the title because we could never figure out like who the hell is going right. to take the title from this guy. It's going to be Happy Randy Orton. Happy Randy Orton. <laughs> I think Riddle's going to face him. Uh, the, they're going to smash the shit out of him. Right. Randy Orton's going to come out, save the day. And then somewhere, whether it be SummerSlam or WrestleMania next year. Right. Happy Randy Orton's going to win it. And they'll be the first time I will give a fuck about Randy Orton having the title because yeah. I do like Happy Randy Orton. I, I found myself defending him against some of the younger. Uh, cool dad Randy Orton people, is kind of fun. People who are like, oh, I, yeah, I just wish it was a guy who wasn't such an asshole. And my take is like, I kind of like an angry old man who changes his ways and by all yes. appearances seems to have righted his ship and gone from being a piece of shit. To a not piece of shit. Now, right. I mean, I guess if you want to, if you prefer that he not be able to have the public eye but continue his life as a piece of shit, I think you're kind of rooting for a piece of shit to be a piece of shit. <laughs> I don't like that idea. You know, I don't think that. I follow that line of logic. I like, understand. Yeah. I, I, um, I don't think this Randy Orton would poop in anybody's bags. Probably you know, not. Or maybe Riddles, just because they would both think it's very funny. Maybe. Which is acceptable, right? right. Like at that level, it's almost a fetish. I know. I'm not going <laughs> to. I feel like th this could be like the new trope, the way that, you know, Keith Lee's the type of guy, happy Randy Orton, you know, dad <laughs> is the type of, or, yeah, he's the type of dad that right. would like, you know, buy you, you know, like, like a keg for a, a, a post-prom party, but everyone has to stay over and be safe. Yeah. I'd rather you do it here yeah, than exactly. somewhere else. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. Happy I mean, Randy Orton makes Riddle go and buy the weed, but doesn't <laughs> let him leave the hotel room when he knows he's too stoned. Yeah. And he's just no, like, no, you, just you, chill. You got to go none night now. Just chill. Listen, you. let me put this Pink Floyd record on. <laughs> Everything's going to be fine. Just, just chill out. <laughs> no, I, I really liked, uh, I liked the Sami Zayn stuff yeah. a lot because we're longtime Sammy and Kevin uh, fans, and it's it's really just like watching Raw last night, like watching Kevin was wearing the Sami Zayn forever jackass T-shirt. OK. And watching Kevin uh, be Kevin is, is, is just even, even. That's a liar. <laughs> he, was, he was on commentary and screaming at the guy in the production truck that put the graphic up right. because yeah. it said Ezekiel versus whatever. And he's like, that's, that's, he, that guy is a liar. I will come back there and beat you. And it was fa fantastic. Oh, and adding um, Gable and Otis to his comedy stylings has right. been delightful yeah. as well. The whole thing with the the, the barbecue the sauce has painted the, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> the medical testing. Yes, absolutely. Quality. Uh, <laughs> Alexa Bliss uh, wrestled um, uh, Sonya Deville again in an actual wrestling match this time. Not bad. Those came out the victor. It's weird though because they're like, remember that really dynamic and interesting and awesome character she used to have? Mm. Yeah, we we took all that away. Mm. Uh, <laughs> so she's just like, yeah, my whole life. It's almost like she they might as well have changed her name to something else. Like right. all of her history is gone now. All yep. the hard work. She, I mean, she's been like a face of the women's division. You know, like in uh, a face card. Yes, since multiple what, times since she over was the years. raised up. Uh, five or six years ago. Let's yeah, exactly. Let's just say five. roughly, roughly around that time. So, so title of that, it was five or six years ago. Yeah. Five or six years ago. Exactly. And, and now she seems a little like she doesn't have a whole lot to do. Like with her, I agree. With yeah, her character like, outside. I mean, she's a, she. I, I I think she's excellent in the ring, but I think that I think what she's makes her definitely somebody. Her, she's she's definitely somebody that you can drop into the main event shuffle at any point. Mm -hmm. But you know, at the same time, like let's keep her busy. Let's let's have her fight Sonya Deville. Whatever, and yeah. you know. And it's interesting too that she's still coming out with the doll, even though there's like there's no promo work, there's no uh, weird spooky bullshit. It's just like, look, we made a bunch of these fucking dolls, right. and <laughs> we'd like to sell them. It speaks to the walkout. The, the, everything is women's division's always on hold. It's like we, mm -hmm. we're going to give you ten percent of the time of all the rest, and we're going to give you ten percent of the effort. And I get why people would be angry about that. Yeah. And um, I never have a problem with someone walking out on a corporation i don't know that it's <laughs> yeah. justified i don't know that they're going to win this fight because it all sounds sort of like i don't know it, it's it, it doesn't seem as though they have like a political reason behind it 
outside of we just don't like the stories, which more power to them. If they could right. make the stories in WWE better, that would be great. If However, this is what it takes. Like, they signed up for a company that clearly the story, like we've been talking about it now for years. Yeah. The stories don't matter. Yep. <laughs> you know, I, I, love, I will continue to harp. The, this is the circus. Professional wrestling is the carnival. I like the carnival. Yeah. But the circus, under the big top, the man in charge makes all the decisions and he don't give a fuck about what kind of work you put into what he's far more focused on Cody Rhodes. <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking he's of got adrenaline does, in anyone, his soul. does anyone know what the, uh, where the timer stands, the Cody Rhodes timer currently stands. <laughs> uh, I assume it rolled over. It and... must have at this point. Yeah. It's gotta be nearing, uh, at this point, the, the 24 hour mark. Yeah. It's, yeah. We gotta be pretty close, but yeah. So we're going to get, uh, we're going to get Cody and Seth again. Uh, this time in Hell in Cell. I mean, we've talked about it for the last two months. It's fine match. All yeah. right, cool. It seems very uh, like it's on the whole feud is on fast forward. Yeah. To like go three, like three solid pay per views and then be like, all right, that's it. Yeah. And well, hopefully there won't be because gosh, it was it was Seth and um, I don't know if he was the fiend at that point, but that really shitty hell in a cell it was the fiend oh yeah the red lights made yeah. it even worse yeah where they're like oh they, they they rang the bell it was like a disqualification but it's like but it's hell in a cell yes. yeah, yeah. what the fuck yeah but the, the, you know the fiend brought out a mallet like object and it confused mallet like object everybody yes. was inf- confused they just threw everybody off and then months later he came out of a box like structure yes. <laughs> yeah. uh. and I think Courier whoever was on was like it's a hammer. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a hammer, Byron. It's Calm a, down. It's a hammer. Uh, and they open the show with the, the cage match, which is some fucking rampage-ass book in there. Yeah. I would, I would have expected the cage match to be at least the end of hour two, if not the main event. But mm. uh, it, was, it was all right. It was perfectly acceptable. Yeah. It was fine. Like I said, middling at best. Yeah. Well, like I said last week, I feel a little bad sometimes just having it on in the background and realizing that like there's like 40 or 50 men and women out there that like could die at any moment, just working really hard physically. And and I'm just like, meh, whatever. My screen went away. They did. Uh, Bubby did get shot through the uh, through the cage wall. Yeah. Know, so we got that big spot. Yeah. For some reason, there was interruptions galore. You know, cause yeah. it's a cage match, so you know, of course, there's going to be yep. outside interference because yeah, why, the why, whole reason of the cage is to have stop outside interference with any of your product, Vince McMahon. Um, just run rough shot over everything. Uh, I, I don't understand why people would be walking out over creative. It's weird. <laughs> I, I mean, once again, like. I've been in situations where it's like sometimes you have to just throw down the gauntlet and be like, you know what? I might get into some serious trouble, but you, and you get to the point where you're just pushed so far where you're like, fuck it. If they're going to fire me, fire me. Do right. It. Do it. Go for it, girl. That's some, she must have some Mandalorian money. I, look. She, Did you uh, see the video of her and uh, what's, the, what's the little guy that hangs out with The Rock all the time? Kevin Hart, her and Kevin Hart taking an ice <laughs> bath. Guy. You know, yes. that, that, that little guy. You know, Serious Crumb? I don't know. He's the short king. Salacious Crumb? I mean, he is, <laughs> he is a short king. He is not the short king. Now, there's a conversation for another day because I love me a short king. I do. I, I, have, an, a, I have an entire post. There's a uh, video of each of them sitting in a different ice bath fighting with lightsabers. Oh, I did see that. That yeah, was cute. It was pretty cute. Yeah. <laughs> so, and, and like, she's got talent. She can add some more uh, entries to her IMDb page. Sure. Like, do it. Just be careful of those stunt people because they don't know wrestling moves. They'll drop you right in your head. Just ask Lita. That's wait. That's a thing. That's that's what really. That's what happened to Lita. Oh. She went and did a television show, and they she was supposed to do the Hurricanrana, and the stunt person was like, Yeah, 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 I got it. And then when she went up for the Hurricanrana, she just dumped her on her <gasps> head. I did not know that. Neck. I was unaware. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> Are we sure that he said, yeah, 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 I got it. I yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> did he say, whatever, toots, I'm a real athlete? <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. It was It was definitely, it was It was in the past. It was more than five years ago. So. Okay. <laughs> uh, what else have we covered? Dynamite was pretty killer. It was a good one. I remember really enjoying myself uh, watching Dynamite. Was the, the FTR match this week? Is that what opened Dynamite this week? No, that was, that was the two previous week. Uh, yeah, the FTW championship match, which I, I like, I'm just kind of re looking at, re looking. 
Jesus, I can't even <laughs> You're talk. You're real. Hey, motherfucker. Oh, and confident. Oh, my Lord. I'm sorry. Off She's a broadcasting rails. professional. I, first of all, Off I am not a broadcasting rails. professional. I am a troll behind a keyboard, and I'm very good at it. They don't let me. They don't let me on a on a open right. microphone and let me touch buttons. All right, all right. It was Adam Cole and Dax. Solid, solid match. match. A solid match. I, I thought the FTW match was great. Um, it, it's amazing that Darby Allen and Jeff Hardy are still alive. Okay, so I am happy that match happened, and I never want to see it again. I agree. I thought it was also a little like questionable taste that uh, they were jumping off all this high shit, and Doctor Martha Hart was in the crowd. Or I'm like. Oh, optics on this aren't exactly the best, but yeah, they're no, okay. I, I'm convinced that Darby Allen and Jeff Hardy are bad influence on each other. I don't, oh, I'm sure. Hundred percent. Like I the minute the bell rings and Darby just Bing! has this big like like four year old's grin on his face, yeah. he's like, "I'm gonna kill us both." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Darby was like, "I want to do the chair spot," and then when the chair spot happened, Jeff was like, "Well, I gotta up that. I gotta. Tell you, I, I'll tell you what. I'll hit those stairs over there and yeah. bend them up." And just yeah, no, I I I just for their their health and safety as a as a old grump, I never want to see those two. Yeah, no, the, fight the eight each other chairs and again. off the mile high ladder was uncomfortable to see. Yeah, Jeff Hardy off the steel steps probably was like one of the safer moves, but right, just, but it, it still was just like so a, used to things ooh. crunching under the fall, and it's you know stands, and like. Yeah, come on, Jeff. Like, you, I I can never tell if he's selling or if he needs an ambulance. It's so <laughs> uncomfortable. I'm convinced both Matt and Sting were out there to cons- consistently ask people, "Are you okay?" Oh yeah, yeah. Every time something would happen, "Are you okay?" Yeah, the ref can't keep up with both of them, right? Well, yeah, because Darby <laughs> just runs around, just lo- like. God, they're, they're that launch. He's done it to start matches multiple times, and frightening. It, it never ever looks like it's safe. No, no. It always looks like he just comes at you a hundred miles an hour, puts his head down, and shoulders you. At where and wherever he lands, he lands. Yeah. There's there's like some gif of like some dude like just jumping off a crazy high dive, just like run, run, run. Whee! And it's yeah. like every time I see that, I'm like, it's Darby Allen. It's Darby. It's Darby Allen. He's that guy, and he's the kid that likes Tuttles. Yeah. Uh, the the women's Owen Hart uh, Foundation that match, tournament. as my wife said, brought to you by cake. Brought to you by cake, booty, booty. That's what so we mean. Booty, booty, rocking everywhere. That was a stiff ass like match. Actual cake. I like. Yeah. I love. I same. Cake like actual cake is is definitely delicious. Are we saying that I, now? We have to. Make now it. we have to have. Uh, have we have to have a cake. Fuck! I got him. Double or nothing. Gotta get a cake. Yeah, we're gonna have to okay. put together a list of stuff, but it's gotta be a vegan cake. No, I can. No, get, actually, no, you I guys can, can have. That. You guys can have your own cake. Just give me some vegan ice cream. Okay. Just give me some some. You know, it, it's funny because you remember the 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 habit we kind of fell into where we would plan episodes yeah. on the episode. Yeah. Uh, now we're just planning get-togethers that are not episodes. Hey, everyone that listens knows that we all like we like to hang out for pay-per-views. They're, in, they're here for it. They are here for they it. They like that we're friends. I can, and well, they now, hate when we argue. There's that vegan bakery, though, uh, Ooh, that I told you about. Yeah, well, we, we did have some of their stuff. Right. Uh, and it's very good. So, okay, I will get a vegan cake. Uh, but anyway, back to that match. Stiff as hell. No, it was good. It was it was good stuff. It was the ending good. was a little dicey, but at the like for the most part, I'm like, wow, look at look at these broads go. There was a couple of times during that match where they they seemed a little a little lost. Yeah. But at the same time, like I'm I'm willing to absolutely overlook that for the match I got. Yeah. Because it was really good. CM Punk John Silver is fun. Was a good time. Yeah, I I appreciated the way that they framed um, the Danhausen Tony Nese match, uh, just because. Yes. Dan, I mean Danhausen got the entrance. Tony Nese had the jobber entrance, which was no entrance, and then it would have uh, it would have been extremely easy to be furious that Danhausen got jobbed out. But then it's like, no, this is in the service of something. Yeah. That will be even greater. And then 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 there. There was hook. It was beautiful. It was yep. beautiful. It, 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 it sometimes. Yeah, I I know JV has has made a point of like, you know, Tony Khan gives gives uh, the fans too much of what they want, but sometimes you got to give the people what they want. It's true. Oh, and even he agreed last week that, or the last time he was here, was it last week? I don't remember. 
But he said that this is the per- like this is the perfect scenario to give the people what they want. Yeah. Right. You know, I mean, it's like the it's the pre-show match. Yeah. Yep. You know, give the people what they want on the low level. Give a little bit of misdirection at the higher levels. Yeah. It's. But uh, yeah, it was fun. He had a sweet cape. Oh, the cape yeah. was beautiful. Seems like he might be the new master of the mystic arts. <laughs> <laughs> I was a little. Um, a little unhappy that he didn't bring his old Ring of Honor theme song. I understand why. Like they want to make sure that they have theme songs. Yeah, yeah, it was a pretty short-lived that theme song. It was, but that yeah. Ring of Honor theme song was amazing yeah. and fantastic. I can still go on YouTube and listen to it, so that's fine. Well, there we go. Yeah, it's all good. And then but, uh, uh, it's, uh, Mikey Ruckus, I think, is the guy who writes yes. the music. And yeah, oh yeah, and he's he's got a great ear. Yeah, he's he's very he's done so many yeah. really good really good songs. Um, and and then the Jericho Appreciation Society is going to fight. Uh, the the Blackpool Black Combat Club, and like William Regal took a swing at Jericho. Oh, yeah, that, that felt hell good. Fucking yeah. yeah! He looked wonderful doing it too. And, and yeah. I, I think I literally went, "Yay!" when it happened because it's just, come on, William Regal. If, if William if William Regal is going to do any in ring work, putting it in the uh, in the framework of like a giant person, you know, like eight. 10 person tag team match is perfect. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. just enough for us to get good Ring Regal spots and then get the fuck out of there before anything bad happens to him physically. And we can work up towards the end of the year a pay per view with Ric Flair against William Regal. Oh, there gosh. we go. Oh, jeez. <laughs> if anyone's going to put old Rick down, who better than William Regal? It would be nice. Well, I mean, he is a man. I'm He's sorry. Such a man. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, let's see. Over on uh, over on Rampage, which was filmed on Wednesday, which is why we found out about the Hikaru Shida thing. Right. Like well before. Uh, Sean Spears fought Bear Boulder. Was, that happened. Yeah, it did. Uh, Six-man tag match, Death Triangle versus Mark Quinn, the Butcher, and the Blade. Have you seen the formerly Matt Hardy home office, now the uh, Andrade home office? Have you seen them win a match ever? Can't recall. Then again, like I don't necessarily care about them. However, Ray Phoenix, what a what a goddamn gem! Sure. I was like when he was on the shelf, I was just so sad because uh, he's just like every time he, he, I'm like he's just the most bonkers wrestler that e- ever. Like it just every time I'm just like, how do you do the wacky things that you do? Yeah, he's one of the very, very few people who I feel like will pull out a thing that I'm like, I don't think I've ever seen that before. Yeah, right. That, how? This is how have I been watching? There are only this three long. ropes, you know, four corners. Like, how are you inventing new stuff still? Right. Yeah. yeah. He's amazing. I had a I had a moment going back to uh, Monday Night Raw last night. I had a moment where uh, the finish involved Asuka spitting in the poison mist. Mm. I forgot she did that because she hasn't since she came back. That's true. It's been a couple of weeks. Then I was like, oh yeah, she does poison mist too. <laughs> I love a good poison mist spot. I do love a good mist. Uh, Riho and Ruby Soho. I saw people online being kind of like, eh, because Riho lost. I mean, and I'm like, I thought it was a solid match. It was, yeah, it was a great match. It was fucking good. Yeah. And then the the TNT title, Scorpio Sky and, and Frankie Kazarian. Once again, solid match, and I like the story that they're telling. Yeah, I it, like the, the I like the swerve of Scorpio Sky being like, no, I want to do this, the stand up straight, whatever, and then then yoink, gonna yeah. hit you with the belt at the eleventh hour, being like, no, I'm just gonna slug you with the belt because I'm heel as fuck. Good stuff, though. Anything we missed? Uh, the best of the Super Juniors started. Cool. Uh, which is great. Uh, like literally like yesterday. Okay. Um, I think, I don't know if there was a show like today, which yeah, obviously with the right. time difference in Japan, like I'm. Whenever you're yeah. listening to this podcast, there may be a Super Junior show. Probably. As we speak. As we speak or like depending on when you, when you catch this, there may have been like four. Right. Just because the scheduling for all of New Japan's tournaments is so just bonkers i like to call it yakuza scheduling well they, they, they might have a little more involvement i was gonna in new japan than than we thought i was gonna say are we gonna talk about uh, ibushi um okay that's a very strange situation <laughs> developing he is so crazy it's okay so i i would i really want to bring eric on i don't know how, call how, him okay call oh, your husband okay okay hold on dial him up god can, like, is there any way we can funnel him into the board, or do I have uh, to? No, put just put your yeah, phone. Yeah, definitely not on the fly. So, what is? What? What? what do we, why does? Is he part of the yakuza? What? 
Who my? Oh, husband. Eric. Yeah. What is he? No. Well, he just he has a. He better, got out. Yeah. Yes. No. No. He has a better understanding of this stuff. If you played the fourth Yakuza game from Sega, that's that's his story. <laughs> he has a better understanding of this stuff because he's played the Yakuza game. That's that. No, that's oh, his. Well. That was his story. That's how he got out. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, I'm so glad. We that. appreciate that, okay. sir. All right, so you got to walk through this Kotobushi stuff because you have a better handle on it than me. Oh, okay. Okay, so, I mean, you're... Get I him right you, up on that microphone. Oh, how, here, Eric, could you do a little test, test, one, two, one, two? Yeah, is it picking me up? There we go. That's good. Okay. Hold right. it right there. All right, I will. For the next 20 minutes. That's fine. All right. <laughs> all right, go, honey. Explain all this shit for What everybody. is going on with Kotobushi? Okay, so Kota Ibushi uh, has beef with New Japan over... He was apparently booked to appear uh, on a show before he was medically cleared to come back from an injury. Okay. And he took that personally. Uh, <laughs> like so the meme. Just, and I took that personally. Yeah, so it all kind of stems from... He has, like, there's a rift between him and uh, one of the backstage guys, uh, Kikuchi, who used to be a wrestler, then... Uh, he used to be part of the New Japan office. He was like, go, Dick Togo. Uh, since he's kind of Rest risen in, in power backstage, brought the guy back. <laughs> uh, and he and Ibushi just don't get along well. Uh, and uh, that guy is the one that kind of put Ibushi in the tough spot. And uh, Ibushi kind of aired out some text messages. or Well, it, Line is the... Uh, Line Messenger, yep. The text messaging service they use over in Japan. And... Uh, that Ibushi put their whole conversation out there uh, stating everything that they, you know, booked him when he wasn't ready. They put him in matches and, uh, it, you know, it, it, it pissed him off. And as pure as Ibushi is and as nice a guy he is, he didn't want to stand for it. And then he kind of went out there and accused the New Japan office of, sexual harassment and yakuza involvement and various other issues that you know that's legally not great yeah that seems like some wild bridge burning what was that that seems like some really wild kind of bridge burning stuff yeah well i he essentially said you know if if you want me gone you can fire me uh, and the thing is, any of the other companies over there are going to be happy to work with Kota Ibushi. I'm sure. He, he may never get to go back to New Japan, but uh, I don't think that matters to him. And then I don't know enough about him. Like, obviously, I don't know their personal lives, so I don't know if he's just saying this to say it or if he has evidence or if he's you know witnessed it firsthand um and then who knows who the victims of the harassment are because right it doesn't seem to be any of the wrestlers right well it, well another thing too i mean one when we were talking about this before at home uh you said another thing to consider about Kotobushi is i hope you remember the funny thing you said come on He's been hit in the head a lot. Oh, oh, he, well, yeah, he has been hit in the head a lot. Right. He's been dropped on his head a number of times. It's part of his shtick. Yeah, so, I mean, he could he could either be onto something or on something and yeah, just crazy. Yeah, might just be loopy from pain meds. That would be unfortunate. Yeah, but, uh, okay. Does anybody else have any other questions about Kotobushi and his shit? No? I don't think so. No, I mean, out... How does this affect you guys? And I, I put this to the whole room. How does this affect your guys' um, anticipation for Forbidden Door? You know I honestly don't think anything would come from it. Um, Gato's got to be loving life right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Having to get between all parties and try to keep things out of the ship sailing. Right. Yeah, Gato must, yeah, Gato must be just kind of like, oh, geez. Um, I, I feel like... You know, correct me if I'm wrong, dear, but like I feel like it it almost might be more it would have been more complicated if Kenny was still active on the roster right now and not out with injuries, just because obviously 
he and Coda are are close. Right. Yeah. And the funny thing about all this is if New Japan does go ahead and let Coda go, he could go back to DDT, who also have a working agreement with AEW. Right. So technically he could still appear. I he doesn't like to travel from everything I've heard, so I sure. don't think he would ever sign with AEW per se. Right. Uh, but the DDT agreement, if he does happen to go back there, could be another avenue to get him back in the company, or at least back with Kenny. Right. Interesting. Well, thank you for coming on. Yes, thank explaining you. Explaining oh, no the whole Kota Ibushi uh, situation to us. Yeah, thanks for letting me ramble. I mean, I could go on for an hour or so about the Yakuza involvement in wrestling in Japan if you wanted. Well, I mean, the studio has <laughs> five chairs. for another show. So. That's true. You can actually, you know, maybe even come in live one day. However, I must say, I find it very interesting that there have been times when I have called you on the phone and you have not answered. You, you may have been in the Were middle of something. Were you broadcasting on Twitch? Yeah. That he no. was watching live at the time? Yeah, but I didn't. We are compelling, Dara. I know. <laughs> I know we are compelling, but it's just so funny. Because, like, it was the, like, I said, like, oh, you might want to watch Twitch, and, and like, you did it. Um, and it's just, you know, I guess every time I want you to make sure to be by your phone, it, I just got to be on Twitch. He's just doing what Amy does and watching Twitch to make sure, like, once it goes off, okay, I've got 15, 20 minutes until the <laughs> All right. Either way, I love you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll see you when Love I get home. Too, dear. Yeah, okay. Look at them cute. So you're one of those girls that like romance. <laughs> Real talk, can I tell you something crazy just because, well, this is, okay. This so, is going to go on the podcast. This it, is going out into the world. Oh, that's fine. All right. No, 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 no. I, I, because this, this makes me look like a lunatic and whatever. I mean, that's just kind of whatever. Uh, so the night before Eric and I left to fly to Vegas to get married, like I'm sitting at home and, um, he should be home by now. And I'm like, the hell is he? And I'm like texting him and I'm calling him just to make sure he was okay. And I wasn't getting any responses back. So naturally like the same person I am, I jumped to the conclusion of, oh my God, he's run out. We're not getting married. The 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 wedding is off, and I just went to a very bad place. Right. Uh, for like maybe like thirty to forty minutes. Uh, and then he finally called back. He's like, I I I thought I told you I had to get a haircut, and I went. That's right. You did tell me you had to get a haircut, and I'm just insane. Are you sure you still want to marry me? <laughs> Are you sure? That this was, is what life is going to be like. That was the uh, that was the last example of like it's your last chance. I mean, yeah, like yeah. I mean, we uh, we can cancel this flight and just call <laughs> her a day. I'm nuts. All right. Well, uh, one more thing. So I've watched all the WWE evils with Amy mm. and whenever Pete Rosenberg shows up on camera, they yes. always like put a lower third down. And it's like Pete Rosenberg, um, sports slash hip hop DJ. Yeah. How is Pete Rosenberg on a hip hop station? He's on like a big one too. Like I feel like he's like on a New York station. He is. He's a, yeah. He works out of New York and I can't imagine Pete Rosenberg, you know, going into like DMX or, or Wu-Tang. I don't know. Like there's a, I, I'd have to find the video. I think it might've been a what culture video when Adam Blompier was still with what culture. So, you know, five, six About, years yeah, ago, five, know, six roughly. years ago. And uh, it, like, he was talking about like all the random like folks that show up for like the pre-shows and he's like, and Peter Rosenberg, what's a Peter Rosenberg? <laughs> so a lot of times now, whenever we see Peter Rosenberg on the it's, television, what's a Peter Rosenberg? Eric and I will say to each other, what's a Peter Rosenberg? Fair, fair. Yeah. Do you guys want to talk about the Princess Bride before we go? Oh, fuck. I forgot to watch the Princess Bride. I'm such an asshole. I'm so sorry. I will try and watch it. To, I had a very busy weekend. Missing out. I, well, Two in a row, apparently, because that was actually supposed to be for last week. Right. That is true. Anybody want a peanut? I mean, <laughs> I, even I know that line, and I've never seen the film. Uh, so, yeah, I will, I will try. I'm sorry. I'm on deadlines. I get, I get, I'm sorry. I'm it, such a shit. It will be good whenever you see it. 
That's the title of Ep. I'm sorry I'm such a shit. <laughs> That's a lot of poop in this episode. A lot of poop. I don't like that at all. Neither do I. It just happened. I apologize. You can find me online at uh, twitch, twitch.tv backslash C-H-Z-U-C-K. That's where you can, of course, watch us record the One Fall Show, some nerd radio, and sometimes I stream some video games. And, of course, you can check out nerd radio wherever you get your podcast, just like you do for the One Fall Show. Shawnee, where can they find you online? You can find me on Instagram at shawnee.constant. You can find me watching... The video of Kota Ibushi standing on a car shooting a Roman candle in his, his own, own face, face. in yeah. the uh, back alley brawl. <laughs> yep. It only has 25,000 views. I don't understand, or 15,000 views. I don't understand why it has, doesn't have 150 million views. It's we get so the fantastic, out. so good. I mean, it's been up there for four five or five years. years. It had five years, five actually. Years. Yeah, yeah. Five years active. I think it was Fred that I told when, because it's one of his favorite wrestlers, I was like, he's too handsome for his favorite wrestler to be uh, um, Mick Foley. But unfortunately, it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> one of the yeah, perhaps the prettiest boy in all the world. Yep, uh, incredible wrestler. Yeah, batshit crazy. I think mm -hmm. um, I think he comes from a wealthy family, so he doesn't really have to do anything. Right, he just chose wrestling to like. He's like, I'll oh, fuck with the Yakuza and Gato. <laughs> and, uh, Could be fun. His end is not going to be good. Unfortunately. But it will be spectacular. <laughs> it will be spectacular. We'll never forget it. Erica, where can they find you online? Uh, well, you can Google me, of course. Of but course. if you don't, if you, if you have a, a horrible relationship with Google, I don't know what you do. Uh, you could find me on Twitter and Instagram at Erica underscore Venice. It's hard to like get a therapist when you can't Google therapist because you need a therapist because you have a horrible relationship with Google. Have fun, everybody. Be safe <laughs> and don't fall in the hole. You can't see me. My time is now. Who is this? Your one file show housing from Sean Housing. It's Macomb County. Produced a podcast of some sort. Dan Housing must come on to this show. Who is this? Who is knocked on Dan Housen's internet phone door to ask him to come on a podcast? Dan Housen does not know this. Anyways, love that Dan Housen. Who knows? Fine fall show. Listen to this podcast. You've tricked Dan Housen into promoting your show. How dare you? You'll rue the day. Anyways, love that Dan Housen. Yeet! <laughs>